2: Hey, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL podcast episode number 452. I'm your host, Christopher Jones. We're going to talk some football. We're going to try to avoid talking about anything but football tonight, because I think we can do that. Uh, there's a lot of subject matters that are going on. There's a lot to talk about the future, and there's a lot of things that are, are happening stateside, this side, everything side. Uh, we might talk a little NFL, but uh, not much, because I don't really like them. And, uh, and I think they're a bunch of pussies. And uh, yes, I know they're really big and I'll still call them pussies because I think they are. Um, I'm really kind of pissed off with them right now. And there's nothing that anybody can do to change my mind because, you know what, for the last, what, 30, 40 years we put up with them and decades of woman beating, rapes, illegal drug use, gambling, dog fighting, and now all of a sudden the NFL cares about social justice. Nah, fuck them. I'm not going there. Let's not do that. We're going to talk some football. We're going to talk Canadian football. We're going to talk about the CFL. Those two might not be always the same. Interesting. I know I'm letting the cat out of the bag early, but we're going to talk about a bunch of things today. Uh, Charles made us an agenda. We're going to go through a few of those things really quickly, Uh, but we're also going to talk about a subject that I'm working on. And I think it's about the future of the CFL and, and, or lack thereof. I'm I'm really not sure what we're going to talk about. Uh, I got some ideas, and I want to bounce them off the boys. We'll do that live on air, and then I'm going to write an article on it. We'll post it online, and then everybody's going to just absolutely trash me because nobody's going to like it because it's definitely um, groundbreaking, and it's definitely revolutionary, and if we don't continue to do, if we continue to do the same old things, we're not going to, nothing's going to change, right? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. And that's what the CFL has done so far right now. The CFL is a bunch of losers. Okay. There's not a single team that has not gone bankrupt, has not been in financial difficulties, has not had to be uh, salvaged from the pits, financial pits of mortem. Um, they, they just there's not a single team. Uh, Edmonton's probably the least one, but even they had to uh, trade off Ricky Ray. So, uh, yeah, it's a uh, this this league has just been a failure one after the other after the other. And you know what? The only, There's only one CFL team that didn't fail. Only one. Baltimore Stallions. They didn't fail. Everything failed around them, but they did not fail every other team has failed. Um, okay. So, um, I'm going to open up the mics now and we're going to go through the different, uh, we're going to review what happened in week 13, uh, week 14 of our, um, virtual CFL 2020 season. And, uh, cause it was kind of great results for some of us <clears throat> and some of us not very good. Okay. Uh, where am I? I got to go over to blog talk here and I'm going to open up the mics and, uh, Bring the panel in there, and Charles, welcome to America. Hello.
0: Thank How you, you doing, buddy? Welcome to America. The board
2: is closed. I know. Thought we'd have fun. Yep. Okay. Fair enough. So it, is it pretty windy down there in Abbotsford right now?
0: Not now. It, it was down? two days ago.
2: How two about days smoky? Ago, you're
0: getting I've heard it's really rain.
2: smoky. Yes,
0: it is smoky down here. That's coming from the fires coming in up in California, Oregon, and Washington. I mean, they're all coming up here. And they've actually got I, I, an air quality advisory out there. They're,
2: they're, you know what? I thought we had the borders closed.
0: Yeah, can the they keep their own shit down attention. there? Apparently not. I know.
2: No, no. Very sad. Very sad. Yeah, no, yep. it's, uh, Oregon is on fire. They've lost several big cities, uh, big yeah, towns. Yeah, they've got... And, and it's just not good. And you know what bothers me the most is, like, like the Mars bombers are sitting on the ground because nobody wants to pay the fuel. Mm-hmm. And I mean, seriously, get these things in the goddamn air. Yes, they're old. They're 1950s, but they work. They were efficient. They, 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 they did yeah. serious damage, you know. And, you know, one of the things that David Benefield uh, posted today, and, and we were just talking about David, um, yeah. he's he, he's pretty much uh, very vocal on a lot of issues. Uh, one of them was you would think that we'd have a better way of putting out fires, and you know yeah, what the no best kidding. way to you know what the best way to, to to stop a fire is stop it before it starts. Okay. What what we need in this province in this in the states in everywhere is people to be aware of what's known as fuel reduction. Okay. And the mid, we 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 on our farm like I am I'm a ranch on the side of a mountain we got crown land behind us we got the rez uh indian reserve and we've got i got a neighbor and everything else and uh we on our our property um follow the ministry of forestry's um requirements or not requirements but uh, um, suggestions on on fuel reduction and that is to clear cut 10 meters from your property line all the way around it remove all fuel off the ground any fallen trees any low-lying brush uh, any branch that you can touch needs to be cut off, okay? So you can walk around your entire property without touching anything, okay? That's called fuel reduction. So if the fire comes into there, it doesn't go up into the trees. It just burns the grass, and, and, and you can actually put out a grass fire a lot easier than you can when you start, when the trees are on fire, okay? So if it never gets up into the branches, if it can never get up into the trees, it doesn't become vicious, okay? I used to be a, a wildfire fighter, and I've seen 100-foot trees fly a quarter of a mile through the air and land, okay? Mm-hmm. So y- you have to be prepared for these things. So if that tree hits the ground in my property, it's, it's not an issue. There's nothing to burn, okay? The horses keep That's the grass plot, all yeah. cut down. It's very very limited. Do that. The problem is is that both properties on that property line have to be done that. And the res is an absolute disaster, they couldn't care less. You know? They've got dead trees all over the ground, brush, uh, tall grass that's, that's burned burnt from the sun is now. It's total fire hazard right it's like beside a my power.
0: keg waiting to happen.
2: It, it is, and there's nothing I can do about it. OK? Nothing at all. So I don't know. Uh, but that's the best way to stop a fire is to stop it before it starts. So everybody needs to be aware of fuel reduction and get with it. Okay, this is off-topic of football, of course, but it's definitely not on-topic of anything political situation that's happening in America. So we're okay sort of safe. Let's uh, introduce Will McDonald here and see what's going on there with Will. Okay, well, I've got a
1: very easy question for you people from B.C. to answer. Okay?
2: Okay, sure. You,
1: you, You say they haven't figured out putting out fires in B.C. yet. And they've had forest fires for who knows how long, as long as we can remember, correct?
2: Well, they've been, yeah. Forever. Forever.
1: So my question is, Winnipeg has figured out snow removal. They have it down to science. And you guys can't figure out fires? Come on.
2: There's a difference. Is there? Winnipeg does not remove the snow from the side of the mountains. They only remove it from streets. Well,
1: but they do a very good job of it.
2: And possibly okay. sidewalks.
1: Best, 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 best city in the world, I bet you, for removing snow.
2: Calgary can't deal with rainstorm. Calgary can't deal with that? rain. So I don't know what you're talking I don't, about.
1: Calgary, Calgary can't deal with snow either. You know what their snow removal philosophy is?
2: Wheel in the spring? Snow.
1: Wait for Chinook. I kid you not. Okay, Calgary Streets are treacherous because they Chinook. wait for Chinooks. Anyways. Doesn't matter. Yeah. That was just my funny side of things today. So I I got you know what I'm I I'm not going anywhere that Christopher went earlier because I'm not allowed to. Um But, hey, good on you, Christopher, whatever it is that you're going to say. And I'm looking forward to
2: reading your article once we talk about it. You're actually going to help write it. Oh, am I? Okay. We're going to talk about it right now, tonight. Okay,
1: good. Good, good. Good, good. Okay. We'll, for Um, once, have some positive input. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, I may totally disagree, you know... Ignore everything that you say. Me? Yeah, I, I, I totally right. might just ignore it, just disregard it completely. But who knows? You, you, you'll at least, you know, have the ability to put ideas in my head. Scary place And we're not going to
1: talk about. And we're not going to talk about what you do with goats, right?
2: What? No, that's that's Sparky. <laughs> no, no. I thought we already established that. Right? With goat. Yes. No, 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 no. <laughs> How would that affect, why am I winning all the time?
1: Oh, no, no, sorry, sorry, you saw Sparky with a goat, that's correct.
2: That's sorry, That's, that's it, that's right? You. Actually, right. I think what okay. it is, is, and I've, I've established this, I don't think it's Sparky is, is rigging this for me to win. I think he's rigging it for you to lose. So all I do is pick opposite of you, and I win. Well,
1: and, and, and if you remember our one encounter with Mr. Stephen Sparksman, you got a lot more love than I did, okay. Well, that's
2: because you ran like, to the bathroom.
1: Like, like he loved you. Like you, you were his hero. You were the man. You were the god. You were everything. You were you were Steven Sparksman's Bobby Orr, Okay. Was
2: well, this when was, Christopher went to Calgary? Me. Yes. That yes. Correct. Yeah. That was correct. And S- Steve met us in the Concord,
1: and he just completely ignored me, Charles, and went all out for for mr mr jones so charles
2: there you go. ran or will ran for the washroom okay he just said i'm out of here <laughs> yeah i gotta dig a leak i gotta take a shit man i'm gone <laughs> I, I might come back and, and I, I need a ride yeah okay you did eventually okay. come back okay now that yes. we've uh had fun and picked on sparky a little bit let's talk about sparky oh no we got to get mark in on the show we i forgot you know mark's been away so much that I, when he's actually on the show i never know if it's Anyhow, um mark i thought he to the was show, camping. buddy
3: i, I thought i he was here and, too. I've, I've been away from the show at least three times all summer i think it's all good Mind you, on Saturday morning, I was kind of wishing I hadn't gone out to camping when it was, like, plus one with 90-kilometer-an-hour winds in a tent. Oh, God. It was an interesting in a tent.
0: Did the tent stand the whole
3: time? The tent stood, but because of the wind, I couldn't even have a fire to warm up because I wasn't lighting, like Christopher said, about stuff on the ground. There was no way I was lighting the uh, fire with that kind of wind. Nope. No, that would be bad. Round.
0: That would be bad. I had to take that the top of my gazebo on, on Sunday because it was going to blow blow away if it didn't.
3: Well, there was a few people that had their tents and trees and stuff like that. Well, if you're not if you know these winds are coming and you only use one plastic stake to nail it down, that's your own thing. True,
2: true, but. You know, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. So, do you know how to light a a, a campfire in the absolute pissing down rain? With no dry wood, no dry anything. Do you know how to start light a fire? With gas? Nope. 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 Always, always, always when you go camping, take a roll of wax paper with you. Uh, You can submerge... Wax paper into water, pick it up, light it on fire, and it will burn like a son of a bitch.
3: I'm lazy. I take uh, that brick fire. Never thought of that.
2: Yeah. Wax wax paper because you can take a very small little bit of it. You can fold it up, put it in your jacket pocket. You can always go out. If you go out anywhere, always take some wax paper with you because you never know when you're going to need to make a fire. And, uh, you know, it's it's a great idea. And if you're backpacking, it's not heavy. You don't need a whole motherfucking roll of it, 1,000 feet. You don't need that. You just need a little bit to start a fire.
3: I just take brick uh, fire starter. It's even easier.
2: You know what we used to do? You used to take, you know the dry cleaning bags? You used to mm-hmm. tape up the top of a dry cleaning bag, build a straw X for the bottom of it, put a uh, tin foil pl- tin plate, like a pie plate in there, and put that SO fire starter, whatever it's, it is, those <laughs> little white paraffin blocks, yep. light it on fire, and it would, be, it would go, be a hot air balloon, and it would go way up way up in the air, and you could like spray it with neon orange paint and stuff like this, and it would go oh up God. and it would glow like a son of a bitch. And then eventually, Jeez. the straw would melt, and the tinfoil thing would drop, and the paraffin will fall down on somebody's house, and <laughs>
1: boom, game over if you're trying to figure out why there's so many forest fires in BC, just phone for Christopher Jones. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> or maybe I it was ha- a
3: baby reveal.
2: Yeah, I haven't done that in like forever, but it, it 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 was it was a fun times back then. I think it's a bad idea now, but
3: <laughs> really, is it any worse than these gender reveals that they're
2: doing? Oh, well, no. That caused a
3: friggin'. That caused that stupid
0: wildfire down in in California. California, yeah. <laughs> uh, and if you've seen, I, I posted some of the pictures from that wildfire earlier where basically the city of San Francisco is glowing orange. Yep. All because these idiots wanted to do this fancy dance, ridiculous um, gender reveal, and then they burnt down what, like 700 hectares or something. Something like that' it's ridiculous. I'm glad that was worthwhile. Let's burn a bunch of stuff down
2: okay let's let's go talk to football. There's too many stupid people. We could talk forever on stupid people. okay okay, last week we had uh let's see what is this week thirteen. Week 13 had the BC Lions into the nation's capital in Ottawa. BC in first place had five-point advantage, Ottawa being the home team, five points. So it was a wash, And the dice rolled out. BC 31, Ottawa 27. So uh, BC Lions win again, again. Uh, Charles picked BC. Uh, Will had Ottawa mark. No pick from Mark. Mm-hmm. And BC had two points. CJ got two points from BC as well. Uh, The second game up was the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Now, Saskatchewan being the home team and the higher-ranked team, they had a 10-point advantage, but it did not matter because Winnipeg, it was an absolute shootout, man. These quarterbacks were just going for it. They had no defense. I don't know. I thought Winnipeg had a good defense, but they obviously do not because Winnipeg scored 56 points, and Saskatchewan had 76 points. barn burner there, okay? Saskatchewan oh. wins this one. Charles picked Saskatchewan. There's two points for you, buddy. Uh, Will picked Winnipeg, no points. Mark had no pick, and CJ picked Saskatchewan for two points. Toronto. The Toronto Argonauts into Hamilton for the Labor Day Classic here. What, the Battle of the... 101, something like that, or is that next week? I don't know. Anyhow, um, Toronto being the higher-ranked team, Hamilton being an absolute train wreck this year, uh, split the the five-point advantage, so uh, there was, it was a wash. Toronto won this game 47 to 20. Uh, Charles, you took Hamilton, no points there. Will, you took Hamilton, yeah, Mark, no pick. Uh, Cj. Took Toronto. Why? Be- didn't they say on the show, every time I pick Toronto, they win? They win for me? And they did it again. So, CJ, so far, is three for three on the picks this week. And so far, Will and Mark are both 0-0. 0 for 0. 0 for three. Hey, the last game of the week, uh, there was the Edmonton Eskimos traveling south to uh, Calgary for the Stampeders, the Battle of Alberta. And uh, Edmonton is uh, four and seven, so they were not getting any points advantage. Calgary, being the home team and the higher ranked team, got 10 points. But again, it didn't matter. It, it was close. It was close. Another 56 points for the um, visitors, Edmonton Eskimos. But Calgary responded with 72 with the 10 point advantage. Um, Charles, you picked Calgary. So you were three for four for the week. Will, you picked Edmonton. You picked Edmonton. I tried to talk you out of that. You know that. I did. <coughs> and uh, so you were 0 for four for the week. Mark, you were 0 for four for the week. And CJ picked at Calgary, so he was 4 for four for the week. So here's the the podcaster standings. After week 13, CJ is in, up there in the lead at 71 points. Charles at 61. Mark at 47 and will at 33 It was a good time for you to like climb up the standings there will but just shit the bed Um, okay so the league rankings we have the BC Lions at 11 and 1 on the season Uh, Saskatchewan at 8 and 2 and 1 Toronto at 8 2 and 1 they're tied for second place we got Calgary in third or fourth really uh, six and five, followed by Ottawa at five and seven. Edmonton at Edmonton and Winnipeg are both four and seven on the season. Hamilton at three and nine, and Montreal, second hind hit at one and ten. Okay, there you go. So now this week we have four games on tap, and they're kind of awkward. They're very awkward this week. I don't know how they, they they what they did. I mean the the schedule guy really messed things up. So um, the first first game on Friday night is going to be Montreal into Ottawa. Montreal being the bottom of the league, they have no points advantage. Ottawa is gets ten points here for Ottawa. Okay, Charles, who are you going to take?
0: Uh, ten points for Ottawa. I think this is going to make the difference. Uh, even though I don't like Ottawa, I don't like Zeme, hey, we're doing uh uh doing it by dice and I'm falling a bit behind and I gotta try and catch up and I'm not sure how many other people will take Ottawa,
2: but I'm gonna take Ottawa on this one. Okay, just just so that you know, okay. I know you're picking first and you don't have the advantage of watching what everybody else picks. But yep. I think the last four weeks in a row, I have said that I am a really big Red Blacks fan. I love their their scheming, their, their lumberjack theme, the whole thing, right? So you know that yep. I'm taking Ottawa, okay? So yep. you're not going to catch me by taking Ottawa. Oh, well, I'm going to take Ottawa anyway. That, that's fine. I'm not trying to talk you out of it. I'm yep. just giving you, you said, I'm, I'm going to go off the board here and try to catch up some ground. Well, I'm the only one ahead of you. Oh, well. Well I'm going
0: to keep my ground, <laughs> or yeah. maybe I won't. Who knows?
2: Well, we could both lose, but we'll lose together. Fair enough. William, who are you taking? Montreal. Ottawa, ten point Montreal. 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 Go Alf. Go Alf. Exactly. The badge
1: is going to win it. The badge is going to win
2: it. I, I didn't he go south? No, he didn't. He he decided not to. He was it. going came to, back. and then he
1: changed his he mind. Came back. Nobody offered him a contract, I bet.
2: That's exactly nobody, nobody wanted him.
1: Yeah.
2: Mark, who are you taking here? 10-point advantage uh, to Ottawa.
3: Let's see what the coin says. I will go with Montreal.
2: Okay, and CJ is taking the Ottawa Red Blacks. Okay, so now, if you notice, that this is the op- this the week after the Labor Day games, right? And the three main games are Toronto, Hamilton, Saskatchewan, Winnipeg, and Edmonton and Calgary, right? BC has usually got a buy or something happens to BC over the Labor Day Classic. They play Montreal one week and then they get a buy, right? Okay. So BC is playing both last week and this week. And, BC plays Toronto this week in the last game, so there is no Toronto-Hamilton rematch. That's, that's weird. That's, yeah. that's stupid. That always is. But
0: yeah, always reason,
2: is. The schedule doesn't they,
0: make sense.
2: So, But we, the second game up is the Banjo Bowl. We do have Saskatchewan in Winnipeg. Uh, Saskatchewan is the higher-ranked team, Winnipeg being the home team, so the points are a wash. Charles, who are you going to take?
0: Well, Saskatchewan won the game last week, so it's not unusual to see the teams split uh, the games. A lot of times, the team that wins uh, that loses the first week bounces back with a strong game the next week. So I'm going to um, I'm going to go with Winnipeg.
2: You're using logic here. To work on a, a, a dice roll. Honestly, I know. Mark has a Mark has a better system. Okay, he Seriously. rolls his own dice. He flips the coin. Yep. William, I guess you're going to take Winnipeg yes. because you can't take Saskatchewan. That's correct. You okay. And Mark, Mark, you're going to take Winnipeg too, right? Yep. Okay. Did you actually t- toss the dice, uh, the coin on this one, or did you just uh, make no, the I noise? No, I tossed the coin. For, it I it tossed toss the coin. Did, did you actually? Up, did, yeah. did you follow it? Yes. Oh, okay. I don't. Would yes. you have picked Saskatchewan?
3: Uh, like you said, was the, is there any logic to this whatsoever?
2: None. Zero.
3: So, yeah, if it had come up tails, I would have taken Saskatchewan. The only thing I'm pissed off about for this game is I'm not there to have the tailgate.
2: Yeah. Sorry this to hear that. the
3: biggest tailgate of the year.
2: I heard Alberta just got shut down again. This COVID is out of control in Alberta.
1: What oh, got shut down?
2: I don't know. The province did. I haven't heard oh, of
1: that. Yeah?
2: No yeah, did. somebody said that tonight. It just happened just a couple hours ago. Yeah, I don't think we'll so. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Anyhow, um, I, I I hate them both. This is my can it be a tie thing? That was Will. Uh I'm and and you know what? I'm going to take Saskatchewan. I, I'm going to blunt my nose and pick Saskatchewan. Okay, just just to be different. Um. The third game is the uh, Battle of Alberta. The Calgary Stampeders are the uh, higher-ranked team over the Edmonton Eskimos. Edmonton is at home, so the points are a split. And, uh, Charles, who are you going to take on this one?
0: Well, you said I lo- used logic last time, but I'm going to be illogical now, and I'm going to pick uh, the, uh, Cal- uh, the Edmonton Eskimos in this one.
3: Okay.
2: And me, William.
0: Excuse me, I'm going to pick the Calgary Stampeders in this one because I picked them last week and they won, and I think they're going to win again. So okay. I'm going to go with the same winner two weeks in a row. Or same team so two you're weeks taking in a row. Levi Mitchell over Trevor I'm, Harris. Correct. Good
1: luck with that. Yeah.
2: Okay, William. William, what are you going to do here? You didn't take Calgary last week. They won.
3: Yeah, I'll take them this week.
2: Okay. And Mark, what are you doing?
3: I'm going with Edmonton.
2: Oh. And for CJ, he's going to take the Eskimos. So we're split on a couple games here, Charles. Could hmm. catch up to me, could catch. hopefully or I'll fall up. further behind, one of the two. All further behind. And the last one, last game of the week is the uh I don't know what to call this other than it's the game that should not be, but it's the Toronto Argonauts into B.C. B.C.'s got 10 points advantage on this one because they're the home team, and they are the higher-ranked team at 11-1 and one on this season. So, um, Charles, I know, is going to take the B.C. Lions, but you do I'm have to say it just those to confirm just so that Sparky knows that you really are doing it. Well,
0: to be honest, I bet against Toronto last week, and it didn't work out for me.
2: So I'm it's starting not. to
0: think maybe I should uh, go with them. But no, you, never mind. I'm taking BC. You,
2: you did you did bet on BC, and it worked well for you.
0: Yeah, I'm going to bet on BC
2: again. Who am I, I kidding? So. You know, not me. I've already got it written down. That probably makes sense. Okay, William. Toronto Argonauts, BC yes. Lions. 10-4 all, BC I know, advantage.
1: all I know after this game, they will... They're gonna give him a nickname. They're gonna call him Matt the Torch Nichols, okay? Because he's gonna to torch the BC Lions. I'm gonna to pick <laughs> Toronto. Oh, you
2: can't do that in fire season.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: okay. We're 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 on a high high alert right now. Okay, we're not in an extreme, but we're we are in a high level. It's a scorching hot day here. It hit 30 degrees. Uh did you, Mark? Didn't... Mark, ten point advantage BC Lions. You're taking the Argos. You're taking the Lions. Lions. Mark takes BC. Now every time I take Toronto, they win. I'm going to have to take BC. I just do. <laughs> Call me Homer. When the team's eleven and one, you <laughs> don't don't go against the grain.
0: If it ain't broke, don't fix it
2: exactly okay so uh, let's uh, recap this here Charles you've taken Ottawa, Winnipeg Calgary and BC Uh, Will has taken Montreal, Winnipeg, Calgary and Toronto Mark's got Montreal, Winnipeg Edmonton and BC and CJ's got Ottawa, Saskatchewan Edmonton and BC we're good Sparky you got all that let the dice fly Okay, baby needs a new pair of shoes. Let's play some crops. Okay, let's move on. Do you guys want to deal with the itinerary? Agenda? Yeah, we might as well. well Charles a little, a little, did work really hard on it. He did. It yeah, was it very quick like like 20 minutes. Wow. You, that's you just that's put it 20 down minutes you're like never going to get
0: back, Charles. Mm.
2: Yeah, I probably I would know. have
0: just wasted it anyways. But go uh, on.
2: I was eating my dinner when Charles said, "We have a show tonight. I better do something." Okay. I
0: uh, I'm all screwed up on this week. I, I when we have Monday holidays, it, screw, it screws me up completely.
2: Being a long weekend like that is yes. what you're saying. Yeah. Now just bear in mind, I'm always a day behind. I'm always wrong on on what day of the week it is, and this week I had it down pat. So. I think there should be a long since, weekend every weekend, and I'll be okay.
3: Bear in mind it's been a long weekend for me every day since March 14th.
2: Day March 14th of was my birthday. Day
3: of the week? Are you kidding me? I'm lucky if I know what month it is. It's
2: been three years for me, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. Okay. Uh, so, in some... I, did you type this out, or did you copy it, Charles? Don't take on Charles. Uh, I'm not taking on Charles. I'm just, just looking.
0: At, I typed it out pretty much. Why?
2: Okay. Uh, because up here you, know, to you really actually took the, the words almost verbatim from uh, from the, the, the three-down article, which makes no sense either, so no offense. Some in CFL circles believe or are fed up with Randy Ambrosie pandering to diversity to the diversity movement I think we're just fed up with Randy Ambrosie. I don't think it's got anything to do with him trying to um, pull this never mind we're not going to talk about that Should we... did anybody read the article I didn't I, I'm, I'm just so fed up with three down nation and uh, Randy Ambrosi that it's just not much point. And according to reporter Arash Mandani, forget it. I'm not reading it.
0: It's not. When I see Arash Mandani, I pretty much move
2: on. Okay, so here what we've got: we've got a three down staff article. So it's not even yeah. written. Is you know they're not even saying who wrote it. It's about Randy Ambrosi. And in the first paragraph, we're talking about Jerome Messam and Johnny Menzel. Antigua
0: Sherman.
2: Antigua Sherman, who, I, I don't actually know who he is.
3: He's a Canadian The uh, D-back that's played with. What do you think, Well, four teams? Three teams? Yeah, something like that. I know he's played in Winnipeg, and I think he was in Toronto, and I think Calgary, too.
1: Yeah, I can't remember. He's not somebody that you know, yeah, I remember oh,
2: so this 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 article is basically about this um Jacob Blake shooting down in kiosha, Wisconsin, and we're not gonna talk about it tonight, so we're gonna move on from here because okay, first off- can I get a show of hands who thinks that Randy Ambrosi is doing a wonderful job as the commissioner of the c f l yeah. You can't I, I don't
0: see me because they're not on TV, but my hand is down. <laughs> You're not getting any yeah, hands. I don't, up, I still,
1: I don't I still, see any hands. Sorry, I still don't think a lot of people are doing it, are blaming Randy Ambrosi for no season this year.
2: Oh, I, absolutely not. I blame Randy Ambrose for think, dragging it out for as long it, as he has before no. he canceled it. Yeah. It, okay. it, he should have canceled it in March. So, nope, yeah, but it a, has something to do with his
1: bosses, so.
2: Without question. And (laughs) I almost said something really bad. Um, Yeah, good. Good thing. Um, We're just going to ignore this article and move on. Okay. Uh, Bob Young would have preferred to have played rather than shut down. Now, Bob Young is the billionaire who owns the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He'll skin off his ass if he plays football. He, he he's not gonna catch COVID it's a distraction from anybody. For
1: him. It's a distraction for him. That's what it is. Yeah,
2: yeah. So this is yeah, I, I'm all yeah, I, I have I don't disagree with him that he would prefer to have played. Uh but who are you putting at risk, Bob? Not your family. So I I'm I'm a little with him actually i like him he calls himself the caretaker as opposed to the owner uh where he just takes care of the team and and pays the bills and does what he has to do and he's kind of a very non-aggressive non doesn't offend anybody he offended me with this one okay he offended me with this one he would rather have played no you should have said no we should have no
1: Go ahead, Scott. Sorry, but it's very it's very interesting that he was willing to fund other teams as well. Yeah.
0: yeah. That was the thing I found kinda of interesting. From his own pocket.
2: Yeah, when you got so stupid got amounts of money. of money you can do something like that. Yeah. What's it gonna do? The going back to the the 90s. To? Yeah.
3: We'll go back to the nineties.
2: Yeah. Those are scary days. I don't want to talk about them. I don't remember um, the 90s. The CFL was in very bad shape in the yeah. 90s. Speaking of the 90s, um, we have got a um, former team owner on the Let's Talk CFL Facebook group, uh, Lonnie Gleberman, mm-hmm. And uh, – Lonnie is very active in the group, and he's not overly active. He's not active like David Benefield. But um, he's there when he needs to be, and I have never heard – he's never come out and said anything I disagreed with. And uh, it, they're always very valid points, and it's, it's very good to, to watch, and, and, and I look forward to his comments because he's, he's, he brings some wisdom to the table. Why is it that people feel the need to trash him every time that he says something? I don't get it. I know they don't like Lonnie Lieberman. They don't like the Glebermans for what happened in Ottawa and what happened in Shreveport, but get off of it. Get over it, man. That was a long time ago. And he admits he made mistakes and he admits that he's learned from them. And he admits that his absolute love and passion for the CFL is there. How, how can that make him a bad fan? He was willing to put his money on the line. Were you? No. He had the money to put on the line.
3: What I like about Lonnie is that you can disagree with him, and he doesn't get all mad and start yelling and screaming.
2: No, 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 no. He'll have a discussion with you.
3: Yeah, he wants to know your point of view, and if he has a chance to poke holes in it, he's going to. But he comes at it from a level point of view. Like I love to hear him about the wet T-shirt night. but that's more just having fun with him about it. and he has said to me on about that is, it got people into the stands, didn't it? It worked. It worked. That's what it was. And at that point in the CFL, it, everything was about if we can get another dollar seventy-five out of these guys, we have to do it.
2: Yeah, it worked. And it was back when, when when the majority of fans weren't prudes. I'd have okay. to agree with
3: that, considering we don't have a beer snake in pig anymore.
2: Yeah. It, it, it has gone so ridiculous, right? I mean, Charles, I, you yes. probably don't know this anyhow. Do you know of a strip joint in the Lower Mainland?
0: Now, you're talking about outside of Vancouver because there are some in Vancouver.
2: Tell me who, where, number five, orange is closed. An, Russ is out of a job. No, it isn't. <sighs> yeah, it closed. It got, no, it didn't. Yeah. So when? Google it about six months ago. Like, no, it was open. No, no, no. It was open a few yeah. months
0: if It was open last month. They had a COVID scare there, they shut down for two days. Number 5 Orange is still open. The Penthouse is still open. Um, uh, Brandy's is still open. I, By I the went way, to I'm not a,
3: and ma- and, and right I'm not a major strip club
0: really
1: guy. Really I was going to say, Charles, why do you know this? Hmm.
0: And I'm not a strip club guy, but I know that these, company, these places exist. I'm going to look that oh, up okay. because I don't think that's right about the number 5
2: Orange.
3: Will, we still have teethers.
2: Oh, you know what? It looks like it was closed <sighs> yeah, temporarily really... closed. Yeah, yeah. yeah because yes, of
3: COVID.
2: Uh, okay. okay. Yes, Will,
3: yeah. we okay. still have teasers. The last
1: time I was there, Mark, there were still dollar
3: bills. Okay? <laughs> Did they have mm. banana Fest then? Did they have what? What's well, called banana fest. <laughs> I only Although, imagine, I know, think they're
0: shut down now. And, uh, I'm not sure. Because they had the thing now where all nightclubs were shut down in, in B.C. now, as of yesterday. All nightclubs yeah, of yesterday. Are private banquet areas, so that means it's probably shut down again. Unless they classify the bar, because they're not shutting down bars. I don't know.
2: Okay. It's t- it's, it's listed as temporarily closed right now. Okay, okay that's probably because of that but, shutdown. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. Good. I'm glad to hear that. I, yeah. I was very, very hurt by the fact that number five orange, because that was part of my life back then. But because there's so many clubs that are gone, I mean, even the Panto's Club is closed downtown.
0: Are you sure about that? I think that one's still open too.
2: Ooh. Oh, I, I don't live there, so. With. Oh, that's another am. one that like temper, temper, oh, Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Right. Maybe I'm wrong on this one.
0: Yeah. yeah we Actually, I other know strip clubs in Vancouver.
2: I okay, you've still got enough of them. Okay, I'm, I'm okay with that.
0: Again, folks, I do not frequent strip clubs. Oh, I do. I've been
2: Whenever there, tag
3: parts. Okay.
2: Yeah. yeah. Charlie,
3: I've been once in a while. does What's that? I'm assuming Anne-Marie doesn't listen to the podcast. She
0: honestly doesn't care if I go to strip clubs. I'm being honest about that. She could care less.
2: When when we were first married, when when Natalie and I first got married, uh, somebody said something about the fact that I was going to go to a strip club, and Natalie looked at them and she says, I don't care where he gets his hunger from as long as he comes home to eat.
0: (laughs) That's a good way of looking at it.
2: Right? And I looked at it this way, and I said, just because I don't play football anymore doesn't mean I don't watch the games. Right? <laughs> so, and actually, I used to date a stripper, but that's beside the point. Another story. Okay, let's let's back, back to football here. I'm glad number five orange survived. Okay. Um, where were we? There were no Labor Day games this year. Did you miss them? nope I'm, I'm I'm content with the fact that we don't have football it doesn't bother me that there isn't a football game this game, next week, any week and I'm just content with the fact that things have changed personally Charles, are you upset there's no Labor Day football games this year?
0: I'm going to be honest, I kind of was because this is the first time in my lifetime that there hasn't been the Labor Day uh, doubleheader and Montreal, Calgary and Edmonton and you get used to watching it over year and year again because I always did so I mean it wasn't a big issue with me but I did kind of miss not having it on on, on the Labor Day Monday
2: two, two things on that usually Labor Day is Labor Day weekend is a bye week for the BC Lions so football really doesn't make True. that much mean that much to me on this because it's all the other teams and not mine um, and You know, too, I just, I don't like football on Mondays. I just, I just don't. I'm going to get to that a little later. And uh, I just don't like football on Monday. I don't think there should be Labor Day football games. I just, just, I'm dead set against it. Mark, did you miss football this weekend? No, you're going to miss it next weekend.
3: I didn't miss the football, but like with this weekend coming up, I missed the fan interaction of the two games. I have been to Regina for Labor Day. Uh, obviously, I've been to the Banjo Bowls. It's the fan reaction of the two games and the interaction. All the pictures I'm going to have coming up next week on Facebook, the memory thing, are all from tailgates with those guys. It's just so much fun. That I'll miss. The games, eh, whatever. It's the fans. It's such a big weekend, whether it's Calgary, Edmonton, Winnipeg, Saskatchewan, or what used to be, I guess, Toronto Hamilton. Hell, it was the only time Toronto had close to a full stadium. So that part of it I do, I'm going to miss, is the fans'
2: interaction. Okay. And Will, you didn't get to watch football, so you went shoe shopping. Is that correct? As, as per normal, yes, sir. But
1: I was very disappointed. That there was no Labor Day because it is my favorite game of the year because, like we've always said, that's when the CFL season starts. And yeah. it happens quite often that Calgary just kicks Edmonton's, you know what? So, yeah. Yeah, it was disappointing not to see it. Um, So, you know.
2: So those are really Stampedeer shoes. Well, pardon oh, red, me. Red, white, and black. Red, white, and black. That's yeah. Stampeder colors. Huh?
1: Yeah, well, but they're you know they're a they're a they're a come on a collaboration between Harry Rosen and Converse, okay?
2: Harry so, Rosen?
1: Yes, and Converse.
2: You bought those at a Harry oh. Rosen store?
1: Yes, sir. Wow. I did so. And, and luckily, be... they were, luckily they were on sale because I had my eyes on a pair of, and you would probably would have liked this because you guys are BC guys, I had my eyes on a pair of $1,200 orange high tops, okay?
2: $1,200 for a pair of shoes? Yes. Sir. Are you shitting me?
1: No, sir. Usually. Wow. Okay.
2: It's been a long time. The reason I bought...
1: I... The reason I bought those ones was because they had a seventy percent off sale, and I couldn't say no. Hmm. So
2: I was down in. Uh, uh, this could be wrong. Neiman Marcus. Is that the way you say that? Yes. Neiman. No, no. you got that one right. Yeah. Neiman Marcus. Yes, that's right. Down in in Bellevue, and I was yes. looking, and. Uh, this was just before my daughter's wedding so she was off shopping for bridal things and I was with her so I was just kind of wandering around the store trying not to touch too much and uh, I thought I- I'm safe I- I'm going to go look at the ties I mean exactly how much trouble can I get looking at a tie right so I-, yes. I looked at the ties. most of these things are bloody gaudy right there's no way I would wear any of these ties and, and- I lived most, a good chunk of my life in a suit, so, you know, this is not something new to me. Um, so I'm, I'm looking the, and I picked out this tie and it was, it was gorgeous. It was, it just felt good. It had nice colors, nice pattern. It was just absolutely gorgeous. And I went, you know, I, don't, I don't like this tie. You know, I don't, I know I don't wear any of them anymore, um, but you know what? I might splurge and, and buy myself a nice tie. You know, you never know when you're going to need it. And I looked at it, it was $1,200 for a tie. And uh, I went, uh, yeah, no, I don't need a tie that badly. Put it back.
1: Yeah. I uh, was in Las Vegas one year in in the Neiman Marcus in Las Vegas. And my wife forgot her hair dryer in Calgary. And she wanted a hairdryer. So we went, we happened to be in bar, Neiman Marcus and we were looking for a hairdryer and they had one hairdryer in Neiman Marcus and it was $2,700. Bargain. I'm, like, I'm like, what else does it do for you? I'm curious. Okay.
2: Yeah. No shit. We, we,
1: we never, we never did buy that tie, but on uh. the same trip, on the same trip, we were wandering around, and we happened to be hungry, and we were at Neiman Marcus, so I walked up to the, a girl at Neiman Marcus, and we were typically dressed in our Las Vegas walking up and down the strip clothes, and I said, do you guys have a lunch counter in here? And she looked at me, and she said, yes, we do, but I don't think you could afford it, <laughs> okay? And I was floored when she said that. It was pretty funny. So, anyways, was she right? I don't, I don't shop at Newman Marcus. So, okay. So far, we've okay. talked about hair dryers and strip
2: clubs. Yep. Interesting yes, show tonight. So far, yes, I said we'd get to football. We want to talk football, but we're not talking so, but about that. Wait, other thing,
1: wait, wait! wait. I, I want to talk to about America. something else for a second. The club, the org, what was that strip club, club? Number, Number five, five orange. orange.
2: Number okay, five and Lord. you've been there, Christopher? And you've been there, for oh. <laughs> a hundred times, thousand times, bro. Okay, I, okay. Between I've been waiting. Well.
1: When, when you did go there in a past life, okay? Yes. Was Russ Gordon working?
2: No, no, Russ wasn't there yet. Oh, that was before him. I, was just I think thinking, that was
1: before Russ was you know, born. I was thinking you were talking probably 20, 30 years ago, and I was just wondering if Russ was smaller back then.
2: Yeah, Russ wouldn't have been. Russ isn't that old.
1: Okay. Uh,
2: yeah, no, no. Russ wouldn't have been working there. Actually, the favorite, my favorite strip club in the uh, in the downtown area was the Marble Arches, and I know it's okay. gone, Charles. So don't fucking argue me. That one's gone.
1: <laughs> don't argue with the man. Come on, Charles. We,
2: we, we used to go there right after the stock market closed. Anyhow, um, yeah, I used to be a stockbroker way back when. Uh, Let's care. Labor Day games. Did anybody miss them? No. I did. We miss all the football football games. No no one in particular, in my opinion. Yeah, that's true. I'm I'm even,
1: and, and I'm even, does it start on Thursday, Charles? Is that correct?
2: which what this week? No, it's that, Friday game. That
1: other league, that other league. The
2: NFL starts oh.
1: yeah, Thursday yeah. tomorrow. Okay. Okay, I'm actually going to lower myself and watch NFL football.
2: Well, you you're an NFL fan. What are you talking about?
3: I well, I'm in pools. What I want to watch that? the Cardinals. I want to see if Streppler gets into a game.
2: He's he's number 3. He's on?
3: Yeah, that doesn't mean anything.
2: No, but he's the this big guy. Exhibition. They might put him in on the on the on the on the on this quarterback sneak sort of He'd thing. He'd be a, yeah. probably
0: a short yardage guy. Wouldn't I, I want to see how, Yeah, I league. know.
3: I want to see how much they actually use him. If they use him, it it gives me an interest in to the watch them the game. Yeah. He's not far from backup, which just and I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna watch, my mind. I'm gonna watch
3: Pittsburgh games this
1: year with this. Specific reason to see if Chase Cleveland gets gets to play at all, okay? Yeah. yeah. So.
2: Okay. Okay. So that's, that that we just done segment five with Chris Trebler on the Arizona Cardinals opening day roster. Yeah, Are we surprised? Who cares? Who, who
1: cares? cares? He can run. We know that. That's all he can yeah. do is run. Okay.
2: Can't throw the ball. But the sure. article
1: I read the other day about him said. He was a runner and a passer, and I'm fucking thinking, like, have you seen him pass the ball? It's not. So did you not
2: did you not watch any of his games?
1: Did you see him? Did you see him in the Olympics throwing the shot
3: put? That's what it looks like. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Yeah.
1: Think? He's
0: never been a good passer. He I I compared him a few times to Tim Tebow, and I don't think that's a bad. Uh, Comparison. Comparison. Tim Tebow couldn't throw the ball either.
3: What? Tebow had a better arm than Strebler.
0: And that's oh, yeah. that's a that's not a good thing if you're Strebler. And I, I think Tebow was a better Tim runner Tebow than not
3: Strebler too. Strebler's a bull. That's what his job is. Yeah, he's yeah, a running quarterback, you want to call it. He's a bull. He, he's the guy that you want to, if you can get him to the next level where he's up against the linebackers in the CFL. I want to see him run into a 290-pound linebacker in the NFL.
2: He's going to get hurt. It's he's going to be interesting to see. You
3: know, he's 240, something like that, or 220. Something like that. Yeah.
1: Well, here and, and let's a, big, a bad let's side. Go back. I, I hate, I hate comparing the NFL and the CFL. But let's go back for a minute, okay? Strif, Chris Stripler has made the NFL. He made the Arizona Cardinals. What does that tell you about that league?
3: Because uh-huh. <laughs> Chris Trevler is one-dimensional. But the okay. the NFL is changing their style of quarterback. and the They are. Uh, that's actually their quarterback. quarterback. That's true. That's very true. That's it's very the usage. True. Not even the style. It's the usage. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And so he might get four or five plays a game maximum.
1: Yeah,
3: Maybe. See. Who knows, it could be interesting to watch. And if not, I'd love to see him back in the CFL. Yes. Just because he's fun to watch run. And he's interesting. He's and, fun to watch throw in that you can laugh at it. And I get in trouble at home games because I kept laughing every time he threw. And all the fans around me were getting mad at me. Because I was calling him out. And he's doing a great job. Huh? Guys, he's completing well, passes for five yards.
0: Big hey, deal. Charles, did,
3: you include in, did you
1: include in your agenda all the CFL players who didn't make the NFL cuts this time?
3: Well, I did lot. not.
1: That would have taken a long. Uh, there was a number and a number of stars. Okay. Um, it's like 95% of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know what? I've been listening to a Green Bay Packers podcast this year because uh, what's-his-name went to Green Bay from Calgary. Oh, my God, why can't I remember his name? You
2: can't remember anybody's name.
1: The receiver, number 84. Come on, guys. <laughs> For Calgary. Reggie Begleton. Reg, Reggie, Reggie Begleton. They interviewed him. He was a can't miss. He got cut. <laughs> they might offer him a practice roster spot. Nate Hawley, who put up such a big stink that the Stampeders wouldn't release him at the end of this year, but then because of COVID they released him, he got cut. So,
3: you know. And it's the wrong time for say. a lot of these guys. It is the wrong time. With everything going on, with uh, in the NFL, there's no preseason games. Training camp in the NFL is what, four months long, three months long. Yeah,
1: it's it's a long time. There's
3: like six exhibition games.
1: Yeah,
3: and all of a sudden, this has thrown their systems into a real confusion because they've never had to deal with this. Right. No exhibition games. Right. None. So it's kind of I be mean, i exhi- to see how it is. Well, their exhibition games don't mean anything, anyways. No, but it's how they evaluate who they're going to pay sixty thousand bucks to be on the PR and who they're going to get rid of.
1: Hmm. Well, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. It. I mean, if you think about, let's go back to Alex Singleton last year. Yep. Yeah. Led the Eagles. Led the Eagles in tackles all through preseason, and
2: they cut him. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Adam oh, Bigel look at was the same way with New Orleans and Liam yeah. Hiralahu. Yeah, he was the best yeah. best kicker down there, and they released him. Hulup, absolutely. Hoop. Okay, okay, let's move on. Here we got David Benefield again. We're going to talk about the Big Dave. Um, on the Rod Peterson show, uh, he did a uh, an op ed on his Facebook page about why the CFL sucks. Okay, yeah. and and he. he Pulls no punches on this one, but I'm not sure he's right. He has this belief that the CFL sucks because the fans say it does. Says that the fans do nothing but bitch and cut the league down all the time. And the league will never prosper because the fans do this. Okay? That's my synopsis of what I've been watching and following, David, for the last little while. Is It doesn't matter how great... To, and... It, you know the, the, the greatest players. Somebody's always cutting them down. Well, I don't think they're the greatest players if somebody's cutting them down. And they might, you know, I don't know. I, I I've got a problem. But you know, he's got a lot of a lot of good points and a lot of really like. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, but you don't.
1: You know what? One of the things I've noticed about one of the things I've noticed about David Benefield, and I've read many of his posts on on websites, is that he has always been negative about the CFL.
2: He yeah, has personally, yes.
1: Okay, and I mean, okay. You know what? Let's be let's be honest here. We wouldn't be talking about David Benefield if it wasn't for the CFL. No. Group. Okay,
2: and he and wouldn't be enjoying the life that he does
3: if it wasn't for Obviously,
1: he CFL. liked it in Canada because he stayed here,
2: and he made a lot of money.
1: huh. Well, no, according to him, not as much as
2: he should have. No, he should have made a lot more being an all-star. Yes, yes. but because and the blah, CFL is so bush league, and he's used that word right. several times here—that so it's bush. Yes, he
1: has. Yes, he
2: has. He has
1: done that. As well.
2: Now I like Jim so Benefield. don't I, get me wrong. I call I, I consider him a friend and, and we talk on yeah. Facebook. He calls me out, I call him out.
3: And uh, we
2: we do have a different perspective on the political situation in North America at this point in time. And uh and you're allowed we to do we that. go round and round. What's that?
1: Right. And you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to have different yeah. opinions. Yeah. Okay.
2: But he takes but, it yeah, very personal. Just, He's he makes it very personal and uh, he gets angry about it. And uh, that's usually when yeah, I stop talking to him. I said, you know what, if you cannot carry on a conversation and, and without making it personal and getting flustered about it, then we're not going to have a conversation.
1: Right. And that's the way it should be. Yeah.
2: But you, you can't, like like you, I said, yeah, I like David, but I, you know what? Fear of being too American. That's what the CFL is, right? Fear of being too American. We can't reinvent the wheel. We can't tailgate because, let's face it, it's not Canadian. Social skills, talking well, to folks you don't know, chilling, having drinks, and food before a game. It's not Canadian. Why would we do that?
3: He's wrong right there. I of mean, there's
0: is. lots of places in the CFL that tailgate. Calgary you you does. You just can't been do been it done. in B.C.
2: Yeah.
0: B.C. doesn't let us.
2: No, And that has nothing to do with the we'll
0: Lions of the CFL. That's the stupid
3: rules of the city. So yeah. Saskatchewan does tailgate, but they don't. They have a licensed tailgate party in a park not too far from the stadium now it's you don't bring your own beer and all that kind of stuff, but tons of people go, they bring food and they mm-hmm. and they party there before they go Now it's on paid for beer, but it's still somewhat of a tailgate, really? Yeah. I think Whoa. the only place that doesn't do one now is b c
2: well, B.C. has a beer garden. Yeah.
3: Yeah, they, right? they have it
0: on the, in the Terry, Terry Fox, Fox Plaza there.
2: Right. So they do have a beer garden. You can't have a beer outside before the game, okay? Okay. But it's in a mm-hmm. special off area. The kids aren't allowed in there, and, you know, you can't go in yeah. there without permission and this, that, and everything else. It's kind of weird. It's not very big either, and it's usually No, it full. isn't. I was just, just going to say It's really that. expensive. It's the same beer price as inside.
0: Yeah, 11 bucks a beer.
2: Okay, so anyhow, I'm um, not going to spend any more time on David's thing here, unless anybody wants to. Uh, reviewing a Bardown article talking about the best NFL pro ballers who also played the CFL. This is just a bullshit article. It, they miss so many, and I, it just, seriously, who, who is bar down?
0: Bar down I think they're tied in with TSN, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're it part was, of TSN. They do all football.
2: It, yeah. It it just it just didn't work for me this I read the article. I just went really, come on. You, you went off and got the obvious people.
0: First of okay. all, Chad Johnson shouldn't be on this list. What do you play four yeah. games?
2: Yeah, seriously. Yeah, but he hugged the ref.
0: S- same thing with Andre Riven.
2: That was the best that was the biggest highlight of his career in the CFL. Joe Warren. Warren Moon's on Wait, there.
0: Come on, Ricky. New- Ricky Williams is on this list.
2: I know. He played know.
0: one unimpressive season in the CFL. Brad
3: Browder, Is it he in jail? <laughs> yes.
0: Eight yeah.
3: years. Yes. You know, I still come think on. Ricky Williams may have been a good football player up here. He may have, He was starting to figure out the game. He
0: was. I agree with that.
3: Yeah, it would have been interesting to see if he could have made a career up here. And I kind yeah. of wish he had stayed because he was just fun, too.
2: Yeah. Okay. Moving on. I'm done with that. I want to get on to my stuff. <laughs> Henry, Henry Burris. Obvious. Has been. obvious. Do we think he has a future as a coach? Mark Trussman was named a head coach of the Chicago Bears. how well that turn out? Mm Mm-hmm. No, Henry (sighs) Burris does not have a future as a coach. He cannot keep his mouth shut.
0: That was my biggest thing with him is that he's so opinionated and he just shoots from the hip so often. As a coach, that comes by to bite you in the ass, typically.
2: When when you open your mouth and shit falls out of it, you, you know you're in trouble, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're a big uh, Henry Burris fan, William. What do you what, what do you think of this? Is this a good thing for him? Is this a good thing for the Chicago Bears? Do we think he's going to last? Is he a coach? Is he coach material? William's still here? Yep. Still online.
3: Talking into his muted mic.
2: Either that or he left. Maybe... Fell asleep, something like that. No, that was Mike Townsend. No, I didn't fall asleep. fall asleep.
1: My wife came and asked me a question. And I had to answer her. Right. So,
2: Pat, Patty, now, now, Patty, this is a podcast. We're Pat, on the air live,
1: Patty's,
2: and and, and, yes, and he is a participant.
1: My 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 brother texted me earlier, and he's having some fluttering problems with his heart. So he asked me to ask my sister in law, who's a cardiac care nurse. And I just got the answer from my sister-in-law, so my wife asked me if she should send it to him, and I said yes. And blah blah blah. Anyways,
2: right, so that was important. Yes, it was. Sorry, you're totally important. You're completely in, uh, exonerated. Right.
1: That's normally okay. I don't interrupt the podcast or anything. Anyways, um, you, you, Burns, you play the coach.
2: TV too loud in the background all the time. I mean, I don't know what the Sorry. hell that what is. Was, Nothing.
3: What
2: was that? How's Harry Rick Burns doing? Being, I,
3: he he's
1: been today. He went for three twelve-minute walks. So quite well, I guess. Okay.
2: Good. And Good. He Good. did Good. Man,
1: and he did, and he did manage to go to his office today. So just to that, see how everybody was. He didn't. No, he didn't stay very long. He just went to visit. That's all.
2: Oh, okay. So, um, so you know, did, did you passed on well wishes from us. I did so,
1: and I told him all that stuff, and yeah. He did you look at the, be, the
2: Facebook group here? Has he paid attention you know to his Facebook
1: what? He seems, he seems to be, uh, I don't want to say he seems to be out of it, but he seems to be concentrating on other stuff right now, which I can understand, okay? So My mother, just, when he, she had
2: her open heart surgery, she lost a lot of her cognitive functions. And she didn't yes. get them back for about six months. The doctor just thought you know that was what? normal, and I said, "No, no, no, she's sharp as a tack."
1: Yeah, I, I just, I think it's, it's. Well, he actually told me the other day that it was, it was bigger than he thought it was because he thought he would, just do the operation and just bounce back ahead of ahead of schedule, better than everybody else, and I'm like, yeah. I don't think so. Sorry, I hate to tell you that, but
2: it is. Well, the way we always it, want to go into with high expectations, well, no. don't we?
1: Well, no, no, but it's the same as me. Okay, when I broke my leg, okay, I broke my leg. I was in a cast for a week. They took it out of the cast after a week. Put a boot on my leg. I came home from getting my boot, and I said to myself, "Fuck, I can walk on this." I took my boot off and took one step. And it was like, "Are you fucking stupid?" Okay. But and I the answer to is
2: that a, is yes,
1: yes, 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 and yes, and then the boot didn't come off for another six weeks. Okay. So yeah. it, it's just we all we we think we're 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 you know ten feet tall and bulletproof, and it doesn't matter what age you are. Okay, it's that mindset thing. But yeah, my my brother, I'm pretty sure he'll recover. He's just he's – just, there's some things that are happening that we're not sure of because we've never went through this before, right? right. Exactly. So, Okay. So. And There. Anyways, can I talk about Henry well, what now? What do you think about
2: – the question to you, Will, was what do you think about Henry Burris being coach – named coach to the Chicago Bears? And, assistant coach? and
1: isn't he is, just is he a coach guest material? coach? Isn't he just a guest coach? I don't think this is a permanent position this season. Why would right. they offer I to I, I, why would they offer it to him when he has no fuck- no coaching experience whatsoever? I mean we've talked about this, Christopher. You can't step off the football field and become a coach. It's not that easy, yeah it just well, just over right. a month
0: after the former quarterback joined the training camp coaching staff with the Bears, it was announced that he will be staying on as a seasonal coach.
1: Oh, okay. So he is going to stay. Yes. Interesting. So he must have left an impression. Apparently. And is he going to is he going to be a quarterback coach? Uh, it
0: doesn't yes. say in the article. I believe oh. that's.
2: It just says that he's a poor bear quarterback. Coach
0: Matt Nagy announces Henry Burris will stay on staff as a seasonal coach, but it doesn't say what. Yeah. I'm assuming he's going to be coaching the quarterbacks, but it does not say in the article.
2: He, he's part—he's diversity coaching. He's going to teach these players how to deal with different types of um, racial issues.
3: Oh, get the f- – he can't even be a quarterback coach in the NFL. Be quiet. Be quiet. No. Be quiet. No. Yes,
2: Will. yes, Will. I know what you wanted to say. I know what you wanted to say. You can't say it. Which he is why I jumped in and
3: started talking football right away. Um, yeah. There's no way okay. he can be even a quarterback coach in the NFL. I can't. Not right that. away. You don't go from no coaching to quarterback coaching. Yeah, it doesn't work the like that. He might be, if it was a football type, type coaching, he would be, what was the Chris Jones title? Special assistant or something?
2: Yeah. I've never been a special assistant. He'd specialist. be there
3: to learn. He'd be there to learn.
1: Maybe he's gonna drive the short bus because he's a specialist.
2: No, he's a diversity coach.
1: Oh my God! Oh God! Can we move on, please? Pretty please? Pretty please? Let's move on. Come on, Christopher. What were you gonna say? You had lots to talk about. Come on,
2: man. I have a lots to talk about. Let's let's move on. We're we're done with this. We're gonna talk talk about this. We got an hour left in the show. Oh, no, we only got about 45 minutes. I don't think we have time. We're going to deal with it. Okay, what does the future hold for the CFL, and how do you see the CFL moving forward into the future? Those are really big and important things. Now, like I said earlier, Mm -hmm. is that if you continue to do the same shit, you're going to continue to get the same results because that doesn't change. You can't just do the same thing and expect something different to happen. And we have, this, the CFL has not changed in the 40 years that I've been following it. It is the same stuff. Teams get in trouble, teams go bankrupt, this and this. We haven't moved forward. Nothing's really changed, okay? So I'm going to propose a couple of things, a couple of changes to you guys. And I want you to tell me what's important. What is important about the Canadian Football League? What makes it Canadian? Charles?
0: To me, it's the most important thing are the rules. They differentiate from the uh, NFL with the, you know, the three downs. You got the uh, 12 men on the field. You got, uh, you know, the unlimited motion. Uh, The waggle, the rouge. uh, The waggle, the rouge. You got them the yard off the the line, the yard off the ball. All these different rules that make them more – you know, a more uh, uh, faster game, a more uh, offensive game, so yeah.
2: It's the rules, right?
0: That's yeah, what you're that, me. that would be my biggest thing.
2: Okay, Mark, what are you seeing as the, what makes this the Canadian game? What makes this Canadian? Is there anything that makes it Canadian other than the name?
3: The rules, like Gerald said, the rules. A lot of it is the style of play you get because of the rules when is the last time in an NFL game you saw a punter or returner kick a ball out of the end zone that was on a missed field goal and after that ball was kicked out of the end zone somebody whoever was near the ball picked it up and tried to kick it back through the end zone because of the way the rules are set up you get action on what should be in any other football league in the world—a dead play.
2: We Not got any action. other football league. There's uh, the uh, Australia, the entire country down there is taking up three-down football.
3: True. Okay. But yeah, it different. The rules are what makes it Canadian, for sure.
2: Okay. Charles. Or you've done, you've gone, William. I already went. What makes this Canadian to you? The beer. First, first real answer I've got. Okay. The beer. <laughs> the beer. Okay,
1: because I couldn't say rules because I agree with them 100%. It's the rules. It's the rules. Plus it's in Canada. Plus it's played in Canadian cities, which could change, but for now, and. And I like all the rules, except for I'd like to eliminate kickers altogether. And that would...
2: Yeah, we know that. Okay. So uh, can can that. I make so, a suggestion to you guys? Yes. None of those things make it Canadian. Okay.
1: Of course. We knew we were
2: all wrong. Yeah. All of those things make it unique and different. Okay. None of it makes it Canadian. As I've just ex- said, it's the same rules in Australia. It makes it three down football. It doesn't make it Canadian. So, um I'm I'm a, my my thoughts are all over the board because I really didn't put them down the way that I wanted to, but um does this game have to stay in Canada for it to be a Canadian football? Does it need to be Canadian football? What if we change the name? If we change the name of this league, would it make a difference to you, Mark?
3: I'm not sure on that one. Part of me says, no, don't touch it, because it is the Canadian Football League. The other part of me, from a marketing standpoint, it, is it might be a good idea to change the name. But okay. the blowback you're going to get.
2: Oh, it's huge! It, it's huge. I know that. Okay, Charles, are you you bent set on calling it the Canadian Football League? Personally,
0: I like it being called the Canadian Football League. Uh, it's where the league originated. It's where the teams are. It's where I don't know. I personally like it being the Canadian Football League.
2: And William, what's your call on this one?
1: Uh, Yeah, no, I wouldn't change the name. Sorry. I like CFL. I like like the
2: CFL, CFL too. Don't get me wrong. I love the CFL, and I wouldn't change that for a heartbeat, because that's exactly what this is. This is the CFL, and I think we should change it to the Continental Football League. Okay. Still the CFL. Still everything that we know about same rules. Don't change any goddamn rules. Actually, that's not true. I, I do like one rule to be changed. But I think we should change it to the Continental Football League. And be inclusive as opposed to exclusive. Okay? Now we have no argument as to why we can't expand into the United States. Uh, we're not... I mean, everybody says... Even when we're talking about, oh, we should have an American team, and they said, don't you know what the name of the football league is? It's the Canadian Football League. We don't have American teams. Okay? And the whole thing about the ratio. The ratio has to go away. We, there's just absolutely no doubt in my mind that the Canadian ratio or the ratio national ratio players has to go away. This league is not going to ever prosper being run by it, – it, it's, just, it's just not going to work, Okay? So everybody says, well, it's a Canadian football league. We've got to have Canadian players. Yeah, I, I agree. We should have Canadian players, but they have to earn a uh, roster spot. Now, we've gone over this months and months and, uh, for the last month, and, and we're all in agreement on this. If we change the name, we've lost the argument for the ratio. We've lost the argument for the location of the cities. We've lost the argument over ownership. We're talking about fan ownership, not David Braley ownership. Okay? The biggest market for foot, football market in the world is the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Bar none. There are more CFL fans in the United States than there are people in Canada. Okay? That goes to show you, in a poll in the United States, 10% ten percent of the U.S. population in a poll either closely watches, watches or closely watches CFL. 10%. There's 338 million people in the United States. 10% of that is 33 million people. Canada only has 35 million people in it. And they're not all CFL fans. If we want to prosper, we have to tap into that market. We need to tap into that commercialized market, and we need those fans to be watching our game. They follow or closely follow the CFL, but they can't watch it. Four games a year are televised down there. The rest, yes, are streamed on ESPN, but they can't watch it. Now, if you talk to American fans who have just found the CFL. There's a lot of new fans from the NFL, or from America, that are now watching the CFL, and they love the game. Okay, They love the fact that they can now see their favorite college players. they found where they've gone. They didn't make the NFL, but where did they go? Did they go selling washer and dryers at JCPenney's, or where are they? Uh, they're playing football in Canada. And They following this now. They get to follow these their their players that they knew. Okay, how many more Americans are there down there that would like to do this that still don't know about our league? Now, I think that no, this isn't a possibility, but it's a it's a dream of mine is a a collaborated effort between the XFL and the CFL. They have eight teams down there. Go find another one. Find one or two down there. Whatever. Try to balance the two leagues. Run independently. Running the three-down football rules. And I think that this XFL will finally become something that they need to be. Because Mm -hmm. the first two carnations of it have tried to be the NFL. And you can't be the NFL. The NFL is the NFL. Don't try to be them. okay? Yes, they've come up with some I- innovative rules. They came up with some gadgets. okay? They came up with a, a little gizmos to make themselves a little bit, oh, look at this. This is cool. No, change yourself completely. Redevelop. Redesign your entire concept and make yourself a better game. Three down football is a better game. Could we go all under one banner of the CFL, Continental Football League? Yeah, we can. Get rid of the XFL. It's failed twice. Why would you try to come back with the same name? I think a collaborated effort between these two team, two, two leagues, these two ownership groups, could do this. Now, if you guys remember a while back, back in March, I think, Charles, was it March or, or February, where uh, we all went to the BC Lions and met Randy Ambrosio and we talked about different things that I needed think to be was done in February. the CFL? Was it in February? It was
0: either late February or early March. I can't remember exactly.
2: Yeah, I was thinking about it the last few days here, and I gave Randy Ambrosi and Rick Larischal, I think that's his name, in it, um, letters to be given to David Braley. And I never had the courtesy of a response. And I'm a little perturbed as to did David Braley not pay attention or did these guys not forward the letters? i think i might just send one off to mr braley himself and hopefully that that happens I actually asked arlene to to send one as well and i don't know whether that happened i tried to respond to her on facebook but i don't even know if she's still employed. i seem to have let everybody else go have you heard anything about her i have not charles okay i have um, not no nice lady very nice lady uh anyhow so um what if what if and we 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 talked about this thing about rod peterson a while back that said that the um mlse was looking at taking over the the league and we've all talked about this at length and we think that it's a good idea where you know, you have a marketing company that is actually running the league in, in the way that it needs to be, which is uh, trying to make it fan friendly and try to do all of these wonderful things, which is what it needs to do to, to be successful, to get itself back in the, in, in the public eye, back in the mainstream. Um, what if we got rid of all the owners? Now, I don't like the concept of the league owning the teams. like the XFL did where they own all the teams and do this. I have no problems with the league being run by an organization like MLSE or a marketing company or anything else that needs to be do that. But the league, that each team has to be individual in themselves. So what if we change them into a community owned team? You know, I'm really big on community owned teams. I think it's a great idea. Um, yeah. The, the, the sad thing is there isn't deep pockets. If they get into uh, difficult situation but that's when the league has deep pockets okay if you got a sugar daddy running the league and the teams are are running as as community games teams and you get the people in each city to be involved in the ownership capacity of the team like my proposal for the bc lions was uh i can you not see that working Now, without the ratio, now you've got the best football that's available off, off topic of the NFL. I mean, is it the second best football league in the world? Probably. Do we have better players? Definitely. It's a different game. So different players fit our game. Different players fit that game. So you can't say one league is better than the other one is paid more, you get paid more in the NFL only because of marketing. Can we get the the CFL to the point where it it has enough money where we can raise the salary cap to ten million dollars US for each team? Wouldn't that be a wouldn't that be awesome? Could we get it up to twenty million? With the with the the T V revenues from the US sky's the limit you could literally do anything with this 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 league could just take off and 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 be phenomenal now there's a lot of free publication this is totally off of football for a second this is something i want to prove a point there are a lot of free publications down in america that all you have to do is fill out the little card online and they will send you this tractor book or this book on woodworking or this book on whatever else but God don't have an address in Canada because they sure as hell won't ship to anybody but an American. So they have this big hard-on about things that are American and things that are, are not Canadian. So if you're trying to promote the Canadian Football League in America, it's not going to fly. No. It's absolutely not going to fly. Okay? Not to the point in which we want it to. Not to it's not going to flourish to its potential, because it's called the Canadian Football League. But the Continental Football League is totally different. That's an inclusive thing that, that, that you know, it, 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 it has everybody. Everybody's involved in it. Okay? It's not national, it's continental. Could we see Randy Ambrose's Mexico City football team? Possibly, it's, it's in the same continent not that I'm holding my breath on that one or I'm suggesting it. I'm just saying that we've now included everybody in this name change. We've kept the rules with the exception of the ratio, which just took the Canadian out of the the word and and made people fight for position. You could still have Canadians playing on American CFL teams because they were good enough to
3: make Mm -hmm. the
2: roster. We have Canadians – playing on the NFL rosters because they're better than any American at that position for that team. This doesn't mean that Canadians don't make good football players. It just means that we're not, we, we're not filling our team with the tallest midget. Cause that's literally what we're doing by, by holding roster spots available for Canadian football players. Okay. This is the best the only reason why this this guy is here is because of his passport. He's the best of these little I don't know what to call him without really being insulting. Okay? So this is my concept. This is where I'm going with this. And I want to know what your thoughts are on this. William Um. What do you like? What do you dislike?
1: I don't like the Continental Football League. Sorry.
2: But it's still the CFL.
1: Yeah, I, it doesn't matter to me. To me, it's the Canadian Football League, and I don't. Uh, I don't think you need to change the name to appease everybody. We
2: we, we, we don't. We say, want to appease well, the Americans.
1: Well, I don't think it matters to the Americans because if the Americans aren't NFL fans, they're going to watch our thing and they could care less what the name is called. I mean, I mean, the NFL is the National Football League, okay? Like, what does that have to do do with the U.S.?
2: Well, it's, they they have the two conferences: the National, the National Football, Football, Football Conference and the American Football Conference inside right, the National but it's Football League. the National
1: League. Football. Shouldn't they call it the United States Football League? They well,
2: we've already had that
1: league. It failed. Yeah, look. but no, no. before that, they should have called it the U.S. Football League. So I, I don't – I could care less about the name, to be honest with you. If people are going to watch it, they're going to watch it. doesn't matter what the name is. Um, that, uh, absolutely. And, you know, we all agree on getting rid of the Canadian players. And
2: Not getting rid should... of the players. Getting rid of the ratio.
1: Right. Okay, getting rid of the ratio. And they can compete, compete head-to-head, and we'll see what happens. Um, I think that would increase the talent level of the CFL, for sure.
2: Oh, um, tenfold.
1: And, and and there would be more Americans, okay? And and you can think whatever you want, but let's face it, they produce more football players because there's more people there. It's a numbers game. Um
2: Well there's more money involved too.
1: Right, right. Um I I I you know the people who argue about you know, it's the CFL and and the Canadian players, and those are those are. How can I say this nicely? Those aren't smart people, okay? They don't look at the big picture. That's what they got to do. They got to look at the big picture, okay? And in order for this thing, and and all of the things that you suggested are all great suggestions, and I do believe that in order for this thing to survive they have to make those changes changes okay because mm-hmm. it just cannot go on like this continuously i mean in order in order for this to change we got to attract the best talent and the only way you're going to attract the best talent is more money and so on and so forth i mean in my perfect world it's such a good league that Players are not looking to go to the National Football League halfway through their career. The CFL is, is good the way it is. Two different leagues, two different games.
2: That's a very important point. I, and I don't want that just to get washed under the bridge really quickly. Do you, do you, if you know what Will just said, is that when a player starts the Canadian Football League, we want him to stay here. We don't want him to always be looking for greener grass. Okay? So, right now, they're the second highest paid football players in the world. In the world. Okay? But they're not, I mean, and there's mechanics that make more money. Okay? They're not overly paid for a professional sports athlete. We want them to be overpaid. Would minimum wage in the CFL be 200 grand? Would be nice. You can live your life on that. You wouldn't necessarily have to be trying to make the 2 million, knowing that you're going to get hurt or you're not going to make it or whatever else. Do people still want to do it? Yes, people will still want to do it. But Will's point is, is hugely valid. And I'm sorry to interrupt you, Will. Go ahead. Continue.
1: Um, you know, and, and I, I, I hate, okay, because let's face it. When guys come to the CFL, it's, it's their last chance, okay? That's what they look at it as. Oh, I didn't make the NFL, so I'll go to the CFL and make crappy money and maybe it'll be a stepping stone to get back to the NFL. I, I Like I said, I want that whole attitude to change because I think it sucks because, once again, I've never thought the NFL was better. It's just different, okay? And I think that's an important thing, too, and it's going to attract more players. I'd love it if, when guys get out of college, that the CFL is a bona fide second option. lead to go to. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. And and I don't see why it couldn't be if it's done the right way. And and I think the whole thing, the biggest part is this thing has to be marketed way, way better than it ever has been. And, well, and, and guys like the old pasty white guys like us that promote this league, there should be a whole bunch more people promoting this league. 'Cause I don't think half I don't think a quarter of Canada realizes what this league is.
2: No. How many how many college football players even know the CFL exists? Oh, I how think many,
0: more than how, you think.
2: I don't. I honestly don't, Charles. And I don't I, either. I, I, I don't either. I I don't think they know that it exists. It, it, they don't you know, know that it's an option. They don't know that it's, oh, if I don't make the draft in the NFL, what other options do I have?
1: I, I, I don't want to interrupt you, Christopher, but one of the questions, and it's the good question that Nick Lewis always asks on his podcast when he interviews guys is, did you guys know about the CFL before? And the answer is always the same. No. Half of them don't even know Canada exists. And that goes back to their education system, okay? And usually, it's their agents who've heard about the CFL, or yeah. a relative who played in the CFL, or something along those lines. They are still pretty, even with with the internet in this day and age. They are still pretty. Uh, what's the word? They have blinders on. Clueless, the US, okay? They 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 are clueless. So, anyways, go ahead, guys. I've talked too much.
2: No, go ahead. You don't talk too much. I I want to hear what's going on. But, Mark, give us your thoughts on what I just said. I want them to have a
3: chance. For myself, I can go either way like I said with the name it's not a bad idea from a marketing standpoint though like I said though the blowback you're going to get on that from the old white guys is going to be huge
2: it's not going to be huge cuz there's not that many of them
3: uh the ones that follow it religiously are old white guys just like us
1: without question so you're going to
3: get and the, the thing that a lot of people are going to have to get used to if we're going to try to get a $200,000 minimum salary is that's not 200000 Canadian. Nope. Which is why you have to get rid of, another reason to get rid of the ratio. This is 200000 American. That's the only way you're going to get the American players to want to come up to the CFL. It's going to have to be American money and big American money. Yeah. So the marketing is going to have to be huge Now your idea of a merger With the XFL is awesome In that You have Dwayne Johnson's money And marketing
2: Name, his name alone
3: Yeah, it's huge It is huge Just wrestling fans Will start watching the CFL Because they think it's got something to do with wrestling because delane johnson's there it's going to be cool so we got to watch it and uh, the thing with the fans today too is you know we always we haven't had any in a while and i hope i'm not jinxing it these polls of where we should expand the league to in canada
0: i want to put one up right
3: now (laughs) i'm just kidding yeah. If we're going to extend the league, there's only one place to go. South. You have All to go backs. to the States. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's only one way to go to Expand the league, and it's not staying up here. You have to go to the States. You have to. There's nowhere else to go. We can't put a team in Saskatoon, a team in Victoria, a team in Whitehorse. It's just, it's not going to work. This is how to fix it. But they, it, it's, it's a huge change. One I actually would like to see, but it, thats it's huge. The marketing money has to be there.
2: The only way the marketing money can be there is is if, if the television revenue is... Yeah. Okay, it's a catch-22. You have to have one before the other. And the only way that you can do it is to – Lonnie Gleiberman said something that just caught me completely off guard this week. And it was back in the 90s, there was an investment banker that wanted to throw billions of dollars into the CFL. And the owner said, no, we don't want it to change. We need an investment capital. We need some, a, a big chunk of money that's coming in here, and it's got to come into the league. It can't come into Calgary or it can't come into Saskatchewan. It can't come into Ottawa. It's got to come into the league. Okay? Everybody a 19, needs a share of it.
3: But in a 19 league, you're not going to get a huge amount of marketing dollars. It's just not there for 19.
2: You you're not going to get it man. in a city of thirty-five million people. 35 million people. Nope. If if you want to stay in Canada and you want to stay in, inclusive into the Canadian marketplace, you're going to fail. It's just not big enough. It's not big enough. There's not enough money. Not in a hockey country. If if, if the Canadian market was like the American football market, no problem. Absolutely no problem. I mean, look at the amount of of Canadian hockey fans there are here. And when was the last time a Canadian team won the Stanley Cup? 27 years
0: ago? 1993.
2: 27 years ago. Yep. That's as bad as a fucking Winnipeg Blue Bombers. (laughs) Seriously. Yep. And, and look at them. And they're, they're killing each other trying to, to, to get to the games. Canada's a, a hockey te- country. It's not football. If we want to survive as a football entity, we have to go to where football is a passion, where football is a religion. It's Texas. It's America. Okay? When was the last time you saw a Canadian football movie? <laughs> Never When was the last time you played a Canadian football game Video game
3: When was the last time You saw a Canadian High school football game Movie Never
2: Never. No, there's, there's when was the last time you saw a Canadian US. football When was the last time you saw a Canadian High school football game I can tell you when the last one I I, I watched was I can tell there you went to home I went to homecoming was an, last year. It was Not at 1980. Other. 1980. It was my last game I played in high school football. It was the last time I saw a college football, or uh, high school game.
0: Well, I got one last, last fall, but
2: I was watching because my godson was playing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, your son's in junior football or whatever it's kind of called. Minor football. Minor football. That's it. That's the word I was looking for. Junior football is a little higher up. Charles, what do you think of this idea? What, do you like the name change? Do you hate the name change? Does I it matter? I actually
0: don't like the name change. I still think it should stay at the Canadian Football League. And Will's right. If they want to watch, they want to watch football. They're not going to care what the the league is called. I don't see Americans saying, "Oh, the league's called Canadian Football League." I'm not going to watch it if they got a team, though, and they want to watch it, they will. Because, uh, and I think the people in Baltimore showed that, uh, and so on. But I think if the product's good, they're not going to care what the what the name is called. I don't, I don't think, anyways. But uh, can, can I you see like, a
2: merger happening with the XFL and call it the Canadian Football League? I don't.
0: Okay, in a situation like that where you're merging with another league, then that might be somewhat different.
2: That's, that's different exactly story. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Y- you I can't have one part wouldn't...
0: of this. Okay, I guess that's a good point. I actually would not mind a merger between the two leagues because then you've got two leagues that are already set up with with teams and so on. You're not starting from scratch like a lot of these other leagues. Um in the past and whatnot, AAF and all these other guys, USFL, United Football League. I bet a lot of people don't even know that the United Football League ever existed. Um, but, um, yeah, um, I think that it's pretty clear that the, the key to extending the uh, CFL to making it into a, a much higher league, higher league is to get that team in Halifax up and running. No, I'm, being, I'm kidding. Uh, no, I'll Good, let you I all said, if you. I was kidding. I've always thought that was ridiculous to begin with. No, you have to go down south. And you know what? I'm so tired of people say, oh, we tried to go down south once, and it didn't work. I think I brought this up before. Well, if we only tried things once, as I've made the, the point before, there'd be no Ottawa Red Blacks. Or there'd be no Montreal Alouettes. There'd be no no B.C. Lions. There'd be no B.C. Lions because these teams have failed before. Every team has failed in this this league. Every single team. If your team had to have a telethon, guess what? Your team failed because successful teams do not have telethons. So the problem with the expansion into the U.S. back in the 1990s is they were literally giving a team to anyone who wanted to write them a check. They didn't – They were. Larry Smith was running the CFL. He was a terrible commissioner. I can't believe he was a commissioner for as long as he was. He didn't do any sort of due diligence. Anyone knocked on his door with like this – I think it was like a $6 million expansion fee. He's like, oh, good money. Here's your team. And then half of the people running these teams did nothing but run the league down. Remember, um, uh, there was that Art Williams who owned Birmingham who, who whined and bitched about the league constantly. Same thing with Pepper Rodgers in Memphis who had been there in the USFL days. He was there and he, all he did is they're, they're doing all these different changes and changing the rules and stuff like that. The only real successful guy was Jim Sparrows in Baltimore because he basically... With the exception of the ratio, he actually um, uh, put together a good team with CFL uh, personnel, with CFL experienced players, and made a go of it. What you got to do is, if you're going to go down south, you've got to find people who are going to run the team properly. I don't like the 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 league uh, owning all the teams. That's the uh, that's the way. Um, They did it. They've been doing it in the XFL. I don't think that's. uh, I don't think that's a recipe for success. What failed twice? For owners, yeah, it didn't work twice. So you've got to do something different with that. So while a lot of the
2: Charles, that's why I suggested the alternative to that because right now the CFL is 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 not being successful with team owners.
0: Yeah. So the community-owned teams is interesting because the community-owned teams right now are the most successful ones, for the most part, in the CFL. So if you take that uh, and uh, put it to all teams, I think that's a good idea. Um, Yeah, so I like a lot of what you're saying. I'm not sold on the name change, although if push came to shove, I could probably deal with it. Uh, But, yeah, I hope the – I like a lot of what you're saying, and I I have no problem going down south. I have no problem with dropping the ratio. So you want to get the CFL to the next level? You want to get the best uh, football you can in the CFL? These are probably the things you're going to have to do to make it work. And there's going to be a lot of resistance from a lot of these traditionalists because they don't want to change. But uh, here's the thing. You don't change. You just keep things to say – uh you just uh keep um doing the same thing over and over again and it's clearly starting to to um uh the, the effectiveness is going away attendance is dropping and so on there is a old thing hitting your hand with a hammer only feels good when you stop doing it so it's time to rethink things and uh, move forward um, and this is a perfect time to do it, make some changes and relaunch basically
2: okay so Will's had an important phone call and he's had to step out, he will not be back for the remainder of the show, there is only 10 minutes left um, so he apologized and uh, he's he's gone for the night, which is perfectly okay uh it's it, it's not uh a family matter it's not uh a catastrophe it's not a disaster it's a work related phone call that he's had he's been waiting all day for so good for him and I'm just glad it's not something bad it might be something bad but it's about work so he doesn't really doesn't really care uh he he cares i don't um okay so I think there's something here. I think we've got something tangible in which that we can turn around and create something out of it. And uh, it's important that we take a look at that because if we keep doing the same thing, we're going to end up failing again and again and again because that seems to be what the CFL does. It's what the CFL does best. It's a hundred and some odd years old. Well, the league isn't. The league's only what seventy years old, Charles? Where was it? It was fifty-seven, fifty-eight when the CFL actually became a league.
0: Yeah, around that time. Yeah. And the, well, no, it's a little earlier than that. I think it was the early fifties. Because <laughs> you know the Lions. Well, you know what? When the Lions joined the league, it still wasn't the CFL though. It's still part of the Western. Intermural football union or something like that.
2: Yep. And they, they yep. joined in what 54.
0: Yeah. And I think it was probably about three or four years after that, that the CFL was actually formed.
2: I think it was formed in 57 and the first games were played in 58. That sounds about right. Okay. So, um, it's not a hundred and some odd years old. Like everybody says it is. It's a hundred and four, 105, hundred and eighth gray cup, but the gray cup Cup's been around for a, for a hundred and some odd years, that doesn't yeah. even mean football. has It was uh, originally a rugby league, several rugby leagues. Yeah. So, anyhow, beside the point. It yes, we have tradition, but it's just the hundred and eight years is only fun to bug the riders when they only have four Grey Cup victories. Okay, that's the only thing that really makes that interesting is to bug uh-huh. rider fans, especially about the two thousand and nine Grey Cup game. Okay. Anything else you guys want to talk about, any, about this? Anything that's interesting? Any, any ideas that you have for me to go forward with this? What would you like to change in the league? I can't possibly have come up with all the changes that need be, to be done. Or mm-hmm. did I? You, you now One, have an I've idea always... what I want to do. What would you want, yep. like to do?
0: One I've always thought that I thought, always think it's a small change, but I think it's a good change. I think the Grey Cup should not be on TSN. I think the Grey Cup uh, should be on like a major network. You see, uh, you know, even the Super Bowl, they're on the major networks. They don't have the Super Bowl on ESPN. Because, quite frankly, the major networks I mean, TSN is aligned with CTV, so they could put it on CTV. And the major networks, they they just go out to more people. They have a, TSN is still a specialized cable network, and not everybody gets that, and because um, you've got to pay a little bit extra for it. It's not part of basic cable. So if you're going out and uh, put the Grey Cup, the championship game, which is supposed to be a, your showcase game, and put it on a major network, I mean it's only one game a year, but get it out to the most. Um, you know the biggest audience, potential audience, you can get it. I know they do. Uh, uh, TSN's done a good job and stuff, stuff like that promoting the CFL. They always have, but I think for that you want to try and maximize what you can uh, in terms of viewership. So put take the Grey Cup game, put it on an actual network TV
2: in okay. Canada. Uh, would you simulcast it on TSN as well? Like, could you play it on you could TSN do that and CTV? Well. Yeah, because
0: I have Don't no take it away from them.
2: that
0: Right. Because back in the day, if you remember back in the 80s, the, CF, the Grey Cup was on both CBC and CTV, and then it was also on CBC and CFN. If you remember, they they syndicated the Canadian Football Network. It wasn't an actual network. It was a, a syndicated show, but it was on multiple networks. So uh, there's no reason why they can't do that again.
2: Now it still would be the TSN broadcast because that's right, of who, course. who does it. Yeah, right. So we would still have Rod Black on on mm-hmm. on CTV mm-hmm. just so that so many more people could know could learn to hate him. Right.
3: Not for Grey Cup. Rod Black always does radio for Grey Cup.
2: Yeah, I, leave I him there. I know. But Chris cutberg has gone now, isn't he? Yep. Yes, he is. So that well, means Rod Black is the most senior broadcaster.
0: I hope that means they hire somebody else. They already
2: have. Yeah, but Senority. He's probably
3: laid off by now.
2: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Mark, any changes you'd like to make?
3: The biggest one I've always wanted is teens in the northern United States. That's one of the things I've always said. You always see the players coming up to Manitoba from UND. Those guys know about the CFL, the guys from North Dakota and stuff like that. Yeah. Because they know that's probably where they're going to end up playing anyway. And a lot of them come up to party. Because they
2: get get the Canadian television. Yeah. I mean... Talk, talk to Mike Townsend. You remember him? He was on our, our podcast, original mm-hmm. member of the mm-hmm. podcast. And Mike grew up in, Toronto, in Detroit watching the CFS, CFL. Yep. Because mm-hmm. it was was part of the broadcast out of Windsor, Ontario.
3: Right. And if not I mean, get teams down there, get the broadcast back down there again. Yeah. Open it up.
0: I, I think everybody it's huge, it, it,
3: wants this and that because it, you know we need to pay the players more
2: money. Where's it coming from? There's only I agree. Nine teams. I agree. We, all we need agree to pay the players need. money, more money. I want to. But when
3: you only but when you only have mm-hmm. nine teams in a gate-driven league, you can't pay them any more money.
0: No, you just don't have the revenue.
2: No, and then and then nobody wants to watch the game because it's it's. Inferior, it's second rate, it's bush league, right? Okay, because we have we're holding roster spots for Canadians because they have to be. I'm s- I'm sorry, I just I just can't deal with that. Okay, so we're uh, blog talk. fix just came in, and told me that uh, the show's over, but yeah, just I'm, we're going to wrap it up real quick here. But you know, I'm, I'm just I'm so excited about the prospects of this, but disappointed that it's. It's not going to get any further than our podcast. We'll throw it out on the Facebook group, and I'll I'll work on the story over the next couple of days. Hopefully, before the weekend, we'll have it posted on CFL or Let's Talk CFL, and we'll go go from from there.
3: Explosion remarks.
2: Oh, won't it? Won't it? Won't it? Oh, oh, yeah, you're going to get some
0: pushback on there.
2: Yeah, and too, too fucking bad. You know, it's one of those things they just have to grow up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 30 seconds left the show. This has been Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode number 452. I've been your host, Christopher Jones. Uh, thanks very much for listening. Uh, Charles, say good night.
0: Good night, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll uh, talk to you next week.
2: And uh,
3: Mark. Good night, everybody. Talk to you on Wednesday.
2: And uh, Will is gone, but uh, go else. Have a good evening, everybody. Take care.